I'm really looking forward to this bubble popping. I'm having a lot of uh, dreams about... Like wet dreams about the bubble popping? Like fantasies about what I'm going to do when our our talents are no longer useful. So like, uh, I think decorating shipping containers for the end times so that you can... You can live somewhere out in the middle of I nowhere. I heard from Elon Musk that we are the bootloaders for our artificial intelligence demise. Whoa. Is he, is he, is he way you into heard the, from him the clock of the long now and yeah. all that stuff? I heard, heard it from, from the, him directly. The mouth from of his the Twitter Musk. to my eyes. <laughs> yeah. You think artif- people that use artificial intelligence will worry about their artificially intelligent robots going rogue and like starting a Kickstarter project? And like, I think I, do you think Kickstarters are going to get? Are robots are going to be really depressed when their Kickstarter isn't fully funded? That's going to be the thing that sets off the apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> it's just going to be one super massive and hyper intelligent AI. Help us reach our goal. Thing on on Kickstarter to to basically put money in, and then right before it closes, you pull all your money you out. You pull so your it money out. Get, yeah, Wait, dude. What, that's how a, is this a thing? What is so that? you so you like pledge like a thousand dollars? You know, you get the thousand dollar charge, but before the Kickstarter is closed, you can yeah, basically withdraw your pledge. Why? Why Who is do doing this? this? Just troll idiots? Uh, yeah, I guess it's just troll dudes. But I think that the first the first one to do that was that potato um, in the robotic one. Her name was Sarah O'Connor. Oh, oh yeah, it all connects. <laughs> You see how that, see what I did there? Good work. It was a long walk. We, we got there, though. I'm uh, going to go back to sleep. I hope everyone's That's chuckling right good now. Plan. Mm-hmm. All the listeners, are you're laughing right now, aren't you? chuckling. It's okay. Maybe you're at a coffee shop and, Wait, and chuckling. Wait, you guys, just so let's, let's, leave some, let's leave some silence here so that they can finish laughing. Yeah. <laughs> to have a moment of silence for, for that joke that died on the vine. They're probably eating their cereal. And all the cereal is, like, coming out of their nose. So they got to, like, go clean it up. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening still, you should go tell the closest person <laughs> next to you to tune in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> do that. Well, I'm going to have to do a lot of editing on this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was that it's- link you guys sent on the chat today? Uh, <laughs> which which the, one? The too advanced. Oh, of, I don't know of modern just, website design. There's just it, right now. There's a thing because HTML5 and all this animation and SVG animation, all this stuff. The flash sites are coming back. Oh yeah. Only they're not flash. The visors open and, up and you're in a freaking. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, yeah when you Antarctic I, yeah, I clicked bunker. on. I clicked on one of those links and there was a lot of. A lot of transitional animations. Slippity skippity, damn it! Yeah, it, I mean they're like zip zip zip. Honestly, if your if your HTML website needs a loader, I'm gonna leave because <laughs> why? We I don't. We live in nothing. modern times, man. Exactly. You don't need unless to load I know that stuff. I'm getting into something with video or, or whatever. It's yeah, I don't know. It was like an agency site. I don't even remember the link, but it looked like a too advanced site everything was blinking everything. oh my favorite was the horizontal scrolling oh yeah that's just that's making a comeback it's thank a war god war crime <laughs> we just <laughs> we just put together a, a theme called side scroll but whatever 
Giving the people <laughs> what they want. <laughs> you're one of the good ones, Dave. Listen, it's obvious what you do. It's got some clicking. It's got some scrolling. It's fine. It's a website. Yeah. You can choose to not have it. Whatever. But yes, there is a lot of like over-elaborate side-scrolling going on right now. I don't know. Everybody in their animations... Soon it's just going to be gradients being animated. Those have gone away, but they got to make a comeback. Come back. So it's just going to be scan lines, yeah, scan lines, and then beepity bloopity HUD. I know, yeah. I know a guy sort of like into animations. Who? He's a. Uh, well, I don't want to talk shit. You know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, he's he'll get on the Vimeo and he'll be like, "Hey guys, just want to <laughs> talk to you about animations today. Check it out." Those have been pretty good. You know actually. what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, Pascal? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of those? Sure? I put up a couple of videos. Well, So I watched the first part of the first one. The one on uh, layered animation? So that's not a thing, like, because you sent it to us and I was moving. So it's not something that I can, like, take a break between moving boxes I around it. and just, well, I wanted to watch it. So it's bookmarked. It won't go anywhere. All right. Yeah, it's right there. Right there yeah. on the Vimeo for and life. Then I posted a couple of other videos of me trying out this new tool that my friends made called Form, which is fucking cool. It looks so, cool. I'd like I, to try it. How do I yeah, try I'm it Yeah, I'm in the same boat on that. Right now, you're just being a cock tease with the yeah. I'm not. App. I, I want to get you a beta, but they have limited distribution. So I can tell you what it is. Um, mm. It's basically a similar environment of designing the Quartz Composer without all the other shitty patches that you don't need. It's like um, does it crash your computer hard like nope. I love? I haven't had a single crash. <laughs> oh. So the interesting thing oh. they should work on that feature. <laughs> the interesting thing is that the compositions don't run on your computer at all. They run directly on your phone. So what? it wirelessly talks to your your phone and it runs native what? code. And if you want to run it on your desktop, you actually just run it in the iOS simulator. So what's cool is that your machine is just doing the editing of the patches and not running the runtime at all. It's purely is an it app. a web app or is it no? It's a desk. It's a native desktop app. Is it a fifty nine ninety five value? <laughs> <laughs> I would pay twice that much. <laughs> a deal at twice the price. So what I've heard, I so I saw a demo of it and then except they, for today only, <laughs> they got me in early on it and job. what they told me was that. These compositions are running native view code, and what's really cool is that eventually they hope that you'll be able to take those compositions and pass the view code along to an engineer, and then they can just plug in to like all the in and outputs that the designer sets up. Cool. So say I make like the Keezy like flower menu thing, where you hold down and it spirals out. I could just set up like some in and outs for like the progress of the animation and then the, all the developer has to do is just like fire an event off to like the input and the output and then it would use exactly my animation curves and like spacing and like hierarchy of uh, of the views which is pretty great it's yeah. pretty rad yeah I mean if they can pull it off they're gonna make a whole boatload of yeah, money at that $60 price they point. need to not yeah. get fucking acquired by Facebook so if any employees are listening fuck off how many is it isn't it like a handful of of dudes yeah it's it? it's uh I believe it's like a team of five people 
That's a handful. They, what um, do they do? You put five so dudes they're, in they, hand. they have a company called Relative Wave, and they did that crazy Lady Gaga art pop app. Hmm. And then I, I think they're just like, they're kind, they're kind of like doing it off their own cash right now. Um, nice. Cool. Where, do, where, where do they operate out of? Uh, San Francisco, of course. Mm. Uh, poor fellas mm. poor people yeah uh, mm-hmm. what they need to do is not have it be called form though yeah because i searched for it and then i read a lot about forms throughout history on wikipedia <laughs> which not not what i was looking for but yeah they should probably change the name of that that's my expert my marketing friend, advice friend, the guy who came up with laser whale as a plan yeah i i think that another name could be good yeah, especially being a, a technology product and calling it yeah form. formula. It'd be like 5, calling something code or like variable. They should call it form two K. Yeah, there's not enough two K. I'm a big fan of literal names. Paper. Like, what would you chair? What would you call it? Wood. Um, <laughs> mover about development kit. <laughs> they should call it like prototype that shit. All right. That's, well, oh, I that's not very meant, literal. I thought you meant just the <laughs> nouns. My bad. Just like, mm. screw. Um, literal no longer is literal. It's actually metaphorical. Look it up in the dictionary. Oh, man. Let's see. All right. The Webster's new Y2K edition. Yeah. <laughs> really stuck. They're, they're like, they're like li- literal, meaning figuratively or literally. <laughs> like, um... Uh, Whichever whichever one I'm not you feel sure like. that that's what literal should mean, but you're the dictionary, so I don't know anything. We're, we're living in a, a post-Webster world. That's how it is. Living in a post. You can't trust world. definitions. You can't trust facts. <laughs> Amazing. Guys, I'm the really thing not a white girl says right every now. three seconds. It's true. So that's cool. Form sounds good. They need to rename it. Yeah. Probably put together a whitehouse.gov petition to get that renamed. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll start it here. They'll listen. I'll make them listen to this episode. All right. (laughs) They can get through the first 10 minutes of us rambling. Yeah, but I'll tell them that they'll get to it at like. Yeah. And we'll just put it at the end and we'll have five new listeners. Oh, that's a good move. (laughs) How many listeners? We should promise really good gems in there. I mean, we can't let people know exactly where it is at the end. No. So we did, we need to start gaming this thing like listicles. Yeah, putting hidden Easter egg content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta go BuzzFeed style where you just like will exactly. fucking do anything to get a click. <laughs> anything for anything a click. for a click. If you title. have to kill a person to get a click, worth it. They do it. Always worth they it. They do it. Well, you said something in your Vimeo video, uh, Pascal, about uh, uh-huh. about like. Um, I don't remember which word you used, but I think it was like elasticity is being overused. Oh yeah, in like animation. the spring dynamics are just yeah. Abused. And so too advanced. So I've been seeing a lot of yeah. I mean, too advanced is a good example, <laughs> but like I've been seeing a lot of like superfluous animation mm-hmm. where it does not need to exist. Yeah, um, and it's really annoying and it's also really easy to be guilty of it yeah <laughs> oh yeah like so i just like, made a launch with a, our our plan our plan modals they bounce all over the place because <laughs> it was fun yeah and my probably my, pull it out in my storyboard fun. in my storyboard software i have this thing where where we're like when you're in the script it will like advance to the um to the right position on the board and you know it's like a it's like a it was like a one second ease in and out 
And you do that, like, the first time is cool, but, like, every Just time after that, you're on your eyes. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's and you're drawing attention to something that like doesn't even need attention drawn to it. Yeah, uh, because that's not even the most important thing. Yeah, uh, I see that too. I much. mean, it's not it's not important at all. So yeah, I mean the 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 overall point is is that animation is a little bit. I mean, it's not even a little bit. It's a lot of bit overused at this point. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, people I don't think just it's dis- even started becoming overused They just overused discovered yet. it, and they s- decided to just slap it on everything. I mean, like... Well, the more these tools, like form and, and whatever, yeah. that make it easy and accessible to make things just bounce around... applied wrong. I think, a cl- like, it, a classic example is, like, hamburger menu, like, flipping over into a close X. Like, yeah. why is that oh, much animation happening? Oh, yeah, that happening? is the worst. That is the worst. Where is that fucking... Where does the middle one go? Yeah. It fades <laughs> <Yeah>. away. <laughs> Somebody ate the down. cheese. Somebody ate the patty. Uh, I don't know. So, like, there, I think there's a time and place for all this stuff, and mm-hmm. people just don't know what that time and place is. So within an app, yeah. and especially a nav that you're reusing over and over and over again, the, like, little tricky, yeah. you know, surprises, delightful animations, they don't pay you back at all. But if it's a one-time marketing thing, yeah, or I mean, if that's it's fucking a cool, I, like we're playing with this stuff on these portfolio themes, and the likelihood is that you're going to get one person hitting this page one time, and any little points of delight that you leave them remembering you with, you know, great. That stuff is great because it's a one-time experience. Mm-hmm. But if you had to go back every day and look through this work, and it's bouncing all over the fucking place, yeah. It's not good. I mean, it's. There's, I think there's two problems that causes that. Like, one is that the people aren't using their own fucking software, so oh, yeah. they have no idea like that it's such a pain. And two, I mean, most animators, like r- real animators, like spending time caring about timing, will sit down and watch the same thing over and yeah. over again, like hundreds of times. Not just like implement it and then just like ship the thing you gotta like fucking watch this thing over and over again and obsess down to like the frame like down to the you know uh 125th of a second and i think a lot of people's eyes aren't trained to 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 work that way yet and um a lot of people just don't think about it they just like toss animation in well it's becoming an expected thing now. yeah so just gotta add animation to it now that's it and Balancing this stuff with interactivity is it's fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I fooled around with animation a long time. I did all the After Effects stuff, and I'm not great at it, but I at least have a basic understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just this extra layer of, of interactivity on top of everything that if you do it wrong, it's as bad as just putting a button in the wrong place or yeah. you know, laying something out where it's not legible. and. There's yeah, and it, now it's getting to a point where it's it's cheap in the design process to add this stuff, not well. So you get this just layering and layering and layering of stuff that just makes it feel like a rubber band, fucking yeah, spaghetti bowl, and it's too mushy. Not paying anybody back, mm. I don't know. Get your fucking keyframes right, and if it works where you can click between everything, then maybe enhance it with animation, which is what I'm doing right now, which is probably not the best way to make the most coherent and beautiful thing, but I don't care. I want it to work first. I do, I do like the concept of using animation in information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so the idea that, you know, the things that, like if you were to take just noise, for example, and then animate noise, and if you just animate the uh, noisy part on a map, you can easily see what that thing is just by the animation of it, of it, it itself, and you don't even need any basic static form to it. As long as the animation is moving, you can kind of tell what it is. Wait, so right? wait, um, uh, animated noise, you lost me there. Oh, um, what you'd have to picture is just um, render Photoshop noise or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then if you were to just, if you were to just render on animation a bitmap, you know, like a one-bit bitmap of a mm-hmm. design of something like a cat face or something like that, yeah. and you just animate the cat face in the noise, you can see that it is a cat face. Yeah. That's my point. So if you're able to use that in the, conf- in the context of animation uh, or information, you can put subtle animation... Um, and even uh, s- subtle uh, uh, timed linear animation on information to basically tell a story. So it's like, look at this first, look at this second, mm-hmm. look at this last. This thing never stops animating. It is the most important thing yeah. to see. And if that, if that is done subtly, and by the way, this is like sort of a brand new thing because display-wise, this has really not even been possible. Um, until computers really so like from an information design perspective it's not been a a possibility until you know the last you know 20 years but um i i don't think a lot of people think about that and then and it's sort of an interesting thing in the context of like making a movie and watching a lot of movies uh especially when you see stuff done poorly in movies uh stuff that attracts the eye to especially animation wise things that don't need to exist uh really just just take you out of the situation um i mean doing composition in motion is very different than doing composition like on a poster exactly and and so my experience is you know i've worked with a lot of animators and stuff on commercials and such and a lot of these people are terrible at composition when it's not moving. Like, they're bad designers. Yeah. They're very good at, at pacing and storytelling with objects in motion. And I think the crossover between people who can, who can tell story via moving stuff and tell story via a static image is very slim. That It's just probably now becoming more of a thing because there's an environment where it's being rewarded. So uh, yeah, you can see it on uh, people's portfolios. I know who make who make like amazing animation and visual effects, and then they'll like the worst pick a logo, <laughs> a logo for their so thing, terrible. and you'd be like, "What the fuck are you?" Worst uh, typography. Yeah, so worst. One type. of the one of the biggest user bases for us, the people who pay us, is motion designers <laughs> and animators and stuff, because they cannot fathom how to lay out a. A website. It is just so beyond that. They shouldn't have to. And, I mean, a lot of them. Of, of course. I mean, that's why my company exists in, at all. Yeah. But th- now, though, those same talents, and you know, you can spend a long time becoming a very good animator, and it's nuanced and textured and crazy, and you can spend a long time becoming a very good layout person and interaction person. Like to get all of those 
there are very very few like really good people who have combined all of that stuff it's really fucking well, thank hard you very much so far but yeah i don't know they there's there's room for i guess pascal's videos <laughs> this has been an ad for pascal's videos i would like to make Try more them out is there anything that yeah. you think i should make a video on i think on your videos you got to get to the meat faster no way you show got, your face more well Take off your i don't arm. really plan them that's that's a thing i if i take the time to plan all of them i'll just never make any of the videos i realize i just gotta like turn the camera on and make the video otherwise i'll just never release them eventually i might like format it a little more it's just it's just a lot of work to produce something like that you know there's just i think that this there needs to be sort of a comprehensive thing on where you need to use animation and why you need to use animation yeah I mean, I, maybe there's a lot of shorter vlog style things. Well, you've got technique things and and you've got tutorials on how to make a thing. And uh, you know, you've got sort of overviews on good and bad animation. But the usage of animation, mm-hmm. like why you would need to do it here versus here and why you don't need to animate that fucking hamburger logo and the, some basic rules on why things need to be animated and why they don't. And back to the communicating contrast and all that stuff that you were talking about, Chuck, like drawing attention to certain things. There isn't a huge need for, for that in UI. After you learn how to use a thing, you don't need to draw attention to it every damn time. You've got like a notification that needs to maybe pulse well, or something is, like that. It is important on the onboarding process. First impression stuff, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And marketing stuff, absolutely. There needs to be a comprehensive thing on, on why those two worlds don't necessarily need to... You don't, the approaches aren't exactly the same for both. Pascal, you, yeah. should, you should make such video. Yes. But you should specifically make a video about overdoing it. <laughs> like, that, that yeah. I think would be super interesting and would, would, would have a lot of legs. Uh, basically, look, like, take some practical examples of, hey, maybe this isn't, like, um, Huffington Post did this thing where, like, they were like, hey, you shouldn't have to wait to load your images. We're going to fade them in as they oh, load. Fuck oh, that. Wow. Yeah. This is one of my giant pet peeves right now. These sites that that do the, the as you're scrolling, it gives you the images as if it's fucking a broken connection. Is that like late, lazy load? It's just, no. It's it, not even that, I right? I think it's yeah. an effect as much as anything. It is, it is an effect. Um, uh. I mean, in Huffington Post, I think in their case, this was like... You know they they save a ton of money that by if somebody doesn't scroll down to it, you can create. Uh, you know, I know a couple things about JavaScript. You know, you can, one or two. You can you can definitely be like, oh well, if something's like ten pages off, don't load it until it reaches that ninth page away, and then of load course. it. Almost everything can be preloaded uh, using buffers and uh, and proxy images. I, I really don't understand in this modern day and age why anybody... Like, portfolio sites are usually, like, really por- poorly done in that, like, you click on something and it's like, loading, 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 here you go. Yep. Like, come on. I should do an so unsolicited they, they, redesign of the Huffington Post with too much should. animation. The Huffington Post thing, it, it's fine, right? They had some you know, monetary reason and they're going to save some money or whatever. And they could just make it smarter. Like you were saying, whatever it, the biggest problem I have are with these people and their fucking blogs. So they see something like the Huffington post do that. And then the designer is like, well, Hey, that effect is cool because the Huffington post is doing it. 
they have no idea why the, they're doing it to save money or to. Oh, and it becomes whatever. a fucking pattern, which is. And holy terrible. fuck, that one specifically is the worst. I was looking at a, I think it was a like a photo story or something like that of you know, some trip or cycling thing. Oh yeah, it was a uh, Tour de France. There was a bunch of pictures from the Tour de France, and I was scrolling through the thing, and I want to scroll at my own pace. And it has this feeling like the content is being produced in real time. Ugh. And it's not fast enough. And so I'm scrolling and it's just blinking. And I'm like, fuck this. This is not how the web needs to work. It, we figured this out forever ago. It's for serving fucking like, articles. And so, exactly. And it, it, uh, like there's an expectation when you scroll on a page that something is going to happen. And if you break that expectation, you're doing your fucking job wrong. Stop it. In animation. any event, there's plenty of uh, animation violations. And Pascal, if you make a video that outlines some of these, some of these things, dude, yeah, dudes, yeah, I'll do you it. You know what I mean? I'll do it. Need some good examples of stuff. I think we need to focus on good examples of people using animation yeah. well. It's hard because not a whole lot of people are doing that. And also, <laughs> they don't stand out, which is. <laughs> Because you use them and it works exactly like it should, mm-hmm. and you didn't notice that anything fucking happened. You do it right, it's invisible. Oh, exactly. pet peeve! When you scroll down on a either Scrolljack site or a parallax scrolling site, mm-hmm. the animation that like the fade in shit that that uh, people do on yep. cell sites, I find particularly unnerving. And again, I, I this it's these trends that I don't understand. Is this we talked about it on, what was it, the, the campaign monitor site. Oh, yeah. Like it did a bunch of cool stuff. The stuff that it did is technically interesting. The keyframes are great. Not, great, yes. And it, but it does not tell the story that you're trying to... You're trying to sell me something. And if your shit is moving around and I can't see it, or it's fading for no fucking reason when I expect it to be there... It's like a downgraded like the, version of video that you can scrub through at an extremely slow frame rate with really ugly in-betweens. So, uh, logos. logos. Logos, yeah. We're here so, to talk about logos. Logos and branding initiatives and synergizing with your audience. Oh, man. Something, something okay. to that degree. We'll, se- we'll set it up. What, what's, ha- what's been happening in the past three weeks? Too many logos, too many logo articles about how much money was spent on these logos and huge teams that work together on these logos and then people getting angry at these people that are criticizing people that spent all this time on logos and then people getting angry. So why do you think why do you think the internet had such a uprising about um well, I guess specifically Airbnb um but additionally, mm. I mean, well, okay, so if you take Betaworks as an example, Betaworks is not a consumer-facing brand, right? So, like, honestly, Betaworks logo could be really... It, do, it doesn't even need a logo, really, right? Honestly, um, it does not. So, so that one's sort of like a non-event, kind of, right? Well, that, okay, so that's the problem. It, it is... Their rebrand is, in fact, a non-event. They launched it as a public-facing thing. And, it, you know, here's what the logo means and all this, it, this big long posts about like the, the philosophy behind the mark. And again, it's not even about the mark. The mark is fine. It's a squiggly thing, whatever. I mean, 
you see it enough, it becomes a logo. That's basically it. You know, it, it mm-hmm. had this overarching inflated sense of purpose that didn't make any damn sense. They try to Who's the audience for it? Cram philosophy down your throat. Well, what's the point? Like, are what, do, what do they gain from doing that? Seems like a waste of time that they would even write all of that. I think they have to. I, like, they to, to spend justif- a lot of money on to it. To justify or, the yeah, money? The, it, maybe, I guess. I don't know. That's the other thing. I don't understand the logic here. I would love for somebody to tell me what's going on. Because <laughs> I don't get it. I thought it, all the old um, Foursquare branding stuff was actually very decent. It, I thought it was extremely iconic. Seems like it never needed to be changed. It didn't seem like there was a reason for that to happen. It looks like it looks like the plastic knives of logos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't it? It looks like a plastic. Ugh, it's gross. I can't get. I can't see. This is the thing. I can't get upset about this. I like the actual design of it. It's going to perform, and they had some reason behind it. And I know that they probably did a shitload of research. It's the masturbatory and- push behind all of it. That is like it, yeah. anyone so, could have shut out that that Airbnb logo and they cleaned it up and it looks nice now. Like yeah. I've for sure swirled one of those accidentally out of my pencil, like in the one billion fucking lines I've drawn on a sketchbook. But and I guess that's it. Like it's not the FedEx logo where it's got its hidden arrow. Yeah, and it's going to be timeless and all this shit. It is. It's not. It's not that thing. To write a huge jerk off article about it seems like a big fuck you. What I what I'm what I'm hearing is is essentially this is that the is that the after the fact justification for why that logo exists the way it is is basically not um, is not earnest because that all of that pre thought is not a requirement to make the mark in the first place. Absolutely. So, yeah. so you basically make the mark, and then after the fact, you go, like, this is what we were thinking about. And you fucking wear a T-shirt with a scarf yep. uh, in the summertime <laughs> like an asshole. Uh, and then, and, you know, and then that's like, that's it. So if I were, if I were a super fan of Foursquare, or super fan of Airbnb, and they went and did a lot of work on the thing that I use every day or... I'm like hyped on or whatever. And they gave that thing to me in whatever form. Maybe I want to wear a damn shirt. Great. I'm stoked on that. That's a good thing because I'm either making money through it or I'm having good social experiences. The Twitter thing, again, that I remember being just irked by the fact that they were pumping all of this bullshit into it. There's enough in Twitter by itself without having to show me circles about their logo. It's a representation of, of all of the relationships you're having. and It's why Apple does a good job at that stuff. They don't talk about how the Apple means something. They talk about what Apple as a concept means. As you, know, you as a person interacting with their products and interacting with other people related to their products. And This is all about a fucking squiggle on a page. It's not about what the company actually is. And I think that it's missing the whole point by focusing too much on the mark. Maybe that's the problem I got with it. I'd buy that. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put a logo on it. Oh, yo. Mm. Uh, back to Guardians of the Galaxy. Speaking of that, I, I got to thought... go to it soon. Okay. Oh, when? Yeah. It's 8.30 p.m. Got to bounce. Meridian, well, right, man. we may have made up for the fact that we rambled way too long about logos. I'm going to have to edit the fuck out of this thing. You're going to love hearing our voice 
as you edit it. I just it wanted to night. say that Guardians of the Galaxy on style is pretty on point. Oh, yeah. The the effects and, and the animation and all that stuff was great. The way they integrated that, you know, the, the tape decks, I think, were all custom done, but, you know, or were they? I don't know. So aesthetically in interesting. Event, uh, in, in any event, I thought all the style was super on point, and there was not much that I saw that I was like, oh, God, why'd they make that visual choice? All right, so we talked about some logos and how they're stupid and nobody needs a logo, and we talked about animation and everything should never, ever move. Anything else to add before we leave? Um, Where should I eat dinner? 